Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. We did an episode a few months ago now called Not Ready for Kids, where we talked about how a lot of women these days are in their 30s, but just not feeling organically ready for kids, but feeling like they should be ready for kids because it's that kind of time. And it's really gotten me started to re-question everything we think about health and female health in particular. And one of the things that I can speak about personally from my own life experiences about periods. I think it's so important in this moment now to re-question everything we think we know. It's important to drag everything up for review and say, is this definitely true? Is all the stuff that we think is normal, is right, is healthy, is good, is that going to be the way forever? Or is there something else going on? And I know that with periods, we get told the normal narrative is a healthy period lasts this amount of time. It's supposed to come once a month, roughly every 28 days. And there is something wrong with you hormonally on a physical body level if that doesn't happen. And I think it's important to just, I'm not a medical doctor, but it's important to say, is it just that? If we believe that the body is a signal and a symptom to always a misalignment or something else that's going on in our consciousness, in our minds, then periods just serve as one sign, right? One um, effect that can point us out to when there's something else happening that is deeper than that. We know that everything that starts um, in the mind does show up in the body, right? That everything that the body's showing us starts in the mind. So I kind of want to just start by saying, like, I don't know if it's quote unquote normal or healthy necessarily for every single woman to get every single period of her life every 28 days. I agree because I think we also have to remember that it's supernatural for humans to want to make sense of things, right? It's You say this all the time. We want a prescriptive answer. We want it to be this equals this, this equals this. But there's a you tell us this all the time. There's a million different inputs that create a million different outputs. So I like how you say we have to start questioning everything because this is something that I feel like when we don't have this perfect period cycle, we are running around thinking that something is wrong with us all the time. When in reality, what if the thing that's most wrong with us is that we're running around thinking something is wrong with us all the time? Mm-hmm. And also it's like, you know, when you, for example, don't get a cycle, okay, and let's say you start to worry, 
it's like we're only being taught that the only thing that could be wrong with you is like you're not eating enough protein or you're working out too much and you need to balance your hormones. Whereas if you think of every health condition or health um, signal or, or marker, let's say, as just something that's telling you could be telling you many different things. We don't look into the fact that a missed period could be. And these these are things that we also have evidence of. If you are super stressed, it's common for people like my sister, for example, when she was planning her wedding, she skipped a period. I'm on the extra sensitive side. So if I ever take a long flight, I know that that has the ability to throw my period. Now, does that mean that there is something physically wrong with my body? Or is it just that my body is really responsive and really sensitized to what's going on on my outside? And my body is also a self-healing mechanism that will adjust. And I trust the flux and the flow of it. Definitely. I feel that too. And I think everyone can probably relate to at some point being stressed and their period cycle changing, but taking it on the other woo-woo direction before my wedding, I intentionally, and I believe this to be possible because I believe that we can um, alter our state of our body with our mind. It's something mm-hmm. that I'm continuing to play with. And right before my wedding, it was three weeks out and I tracked my periods. I'm not on birth control or anything. I use natural ways to track it, natural cycles. I love it. Um, and I was supposed to start my period literally the night before my wedding And I literally said to Blake that day, my husband, um, oh, I'm just going to start my period early so that I'm not on it on the wedding. The next day I started my period because I had done a little bit of research because obviously you always say this new paradigm. We always kind of need the thing. We sometimes need the belief in something to help us believe that we don't really. Can you word it better? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So if you better. If you've been um, following us for a while, then you know what human design has to say about the new paradigm, which is that, I mean, it's so multi, there's so many things about the new paradigm that's coming, but one of the things is moving towards believing and seeing how powerful our consciousness is and that actually we change everything with our consciousness. So even if, for example, you're investing in a tool or a modality or a food or whatever to change your life, it's actually it's not that the tool itself has the power, it's that your mind has assigned power to it and you need to believe that that thing is going to help you, which is kind of like a stepping stone to eventually knowing that you don't need the tool. But in the process of us getting there, we also need to acknowledge that sometimes when we can't fully believe that we can fly, we still need airplanes, right? until it becomes a collectively accepted reality, until we've collectively earned how to do that with our own bodies and how to use our minds that way. We're still in in our kind of growing stage with that as as we're like babies, right? So as a, as a human race at the moment. And so I think it's healthy and it's important to say, do you know what? These are things I really easily believe I can change with my mind and they'd be different for you or me, right? Like I could believe I could make my lips bigger with my mind, but you might be like, you know what? I could believe that I would be able to have filler once and make it last a longer time. And then there's people who are like, I just can't believe I can do that. So just give me all the filler, right? It's about acknowledging how much external um, power or assistance you actually need for exactly where you're at in the process and knowing that that might change. So you're saying that you did your research. So I was researching 
when would be the perfect time in your cycle? Because you know how they track there's different phases of a, a perfect mm-hmm. in quote cycle. Mm-hmm. I was looking for what's the part of the cycle that I have the most energy and feel the most good in my body. I can't remember what the, the phase of it was, but whatever that phase was, that's what I decided I was going to be in on my wedding. <laughs> and I literally started my period the next day. And when I went to go track what a normal, you know, that's the crutch I'm using is like this mm-hmm. understanding of a cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, that was exactly the time frame I was in, in quotes, during my wedding. So you had like all the energy, all the vitality. All the energy because yeah. I had I, I wanted to feel my best. And I be, I do believe in this idea of there being cycle phases where we have different mm-hmm. energies. And I think it's helpful to kind of use that as a framework for understanding our mm-hmm. own cycle. So that was my current belief at the time. And so I utilize that current belief to create the best possible scenario for myself at my wedding. Yeah. And that's the thing is I believe that sometimes some kind of symbol is not a good thing or a bad thing inherently. So for you in that moment, an early period was a helpful thing. Yes. For someone else, it would be a detriment, right? So again, it's there's nothing inherently good or bad. It's about our relationship to it, the way we see it, and also what situation in our life it comes into, right? Yeah. So me, for example, I know that um, even we're starting to understand like, okay, the normal, if we were all living in tribes and we were all bleeding together as women and whatever, the initial thing I heard was, well, everyone used to bleed together on the full moon and all the women would go away and sit in these red tents and bleed together and whatever. But then I also read recently that there were other people, other women who were kind of white witches who would get their periods on the new moon so that they could actually help and not be bleeding themselves when everyone else in the tribe was bleeding. So there have been even if you strip it back way, way, way to just no extra stuff like how complex life is now, we're not the same. Not any one outside thing or any outside symptom means the same to everyone in every situation. And sometimes it can be good and sometimes it can be bad. So I think the first thing I want everyone to know in this, um, through this episode is that don't buy into this narrative straight away that there's something wrong with you and also don't let the outside conditioning and the outside industries tell you that the problem can only just be your hormones and therefore you need to spend thousands of dollars and so much time getting your hormones checked other thing i will say about hormones and about blood tests is that whenever you get them it's a snapshot into what's happening to you right now like 8 a.m on that tuesday morning it honestly says nothing or very little about what could be happening to you the next day so even that is limited into the story of yourself and so you have to also get into reading your own energy number one but also number two understanding that sometimes the universe interferes so i'll tell you what happened to me is i was um few years ago now, a month after I started sleeping with my longest relationship, the guy I was in my longest relationship with, who I ended up getting engaged to, who I was head over heels with, so in love. We were such, you know, we were, it seemed on my, in my conscious mind, we were so aligned. We were so, we had so much togetherness. We adored each other. We got on like house on fire. We were like cute little innocent friends as well. 
And um, the month after we started sleeping together, my period disappeared. And for the rest of the three and a half years that we were together, it didn't come back. Now, the day after I decided that it was no longer a match and I was going to leave him, my period came back. And I know that on some subconscious level, my body was protecting me from mm -hmm. getting pregnant because it knew that that wasn't part of the divine plan. Now, my conscious mind and my conditioned mind wasted so much time in those three years doing this diet, trying to eat more protein, trying to eat less protein, trying to work out less, get my hormones tested, spend money on doctors. And also just keeping the most corrosive was thinking that there was something wrong with me and also letting in the energy and the projections of other people thinking that they buying into that I needed to be fixed and that I was doing something wrong and the shame of feeling like I can't get my own period back and, and, and. And so, you know, literally only when we decided to, I decided I was going to leave him, my period literally came back like this and I didn't, it wasn't for any other reason. And I didn't even, you know, hindsight, there's that saying hindsight is twenty twenty. If you crowd your mind with trying to fix and believe that there's something wrong with you, I do think that you delay that hindsight in that clarity. I don't think it's necessary to know everything in the moment because there is so much that is mystical and unknown about life. But I do think you push off that clarity if you buy into this system that says, okay, there's one homogenous way that we're going to shunt all of you into and it is taking the pill and it is having a regular cycle. And if you don't have a regular cycle, take a pill. And if you don't have that, then take a hormone test. And if your hormones are wrong, then you need to eat these seeds and these foods, regardless of your body's constitution, what your ancestors are used to eating, what you feel drawn to eating, what your authority in human design says you should be eating, what you feel naturally guided that makes you feel good. If you come at it from a place of unknown and play and openness of why might my period be missing, it's going to give you so much more than trying to find the solution. Like at least ask the question before you try to fix the problem. Yeah. You want to sit with the problem and say, why are you here? And it could be a very innocent, it could be very deep. Like, oh, you know, that's a, the, the deep, my example is like the deepest possible, like universe trying to protect me from getting pregnant because as far as my conscious mind knew, and I would say to everyone, oh yeah, we're not using contraception because if I get pregnant, I get pregnant and people without periods can still get pregnant, which is also true. Um, but, you know, from the deepest level of not being even being aware because it's so in your subconscious and it's so the universe and it's so whatever, to the most innocuous reason of like, maybe I just didn't feel like it this month. Or maybe I was just under, in, under eating because I was thinking about stuff too much or I wasn't in my body because I was too much in my mind. Or sometimes it's even a really funny thing like, Oh, I didn't even realize like I just started sleeping with a new person. And I didn't want to like not have yeah. sex with them this month. You know what I mean? Like we are much more, we have to give credit to that cheeky side of us that knows how to play with matter even when we don't consciously do it. And we do it all the time. Yeah. But imagine if that was a reason why you didn't do it. And then all of a sudden you're like on Instagram and thinking, oh my God, I need to start eating sunflower seeds because my period is missing. When actually, if you give it a second, you're like, oh, I just started sleeping at this new guy's house overnight. So I didn't want to bleed everywhere. <laughs> I think we're just coming to a time and all of this is to say, 
we're coming to a time where we got we have to be our own energy reader and be okay with the fact that there isn't these prescriptive answers for all of us. And I also want to point out, we're not saying, oh, doctors don't know anything. That's not, we're not saying don't listen to doctors, but I think it's really worth pointing out that a doctor is still a human too that has their perceptive or their perception on their expertise, on their practice. It's just like, Compare it to if you were to go to a different human design reader. Every yeah. human design reader is looking at human design from a different lens. They're going to mm-hmm. speak about it in a different way because of the things that they are particularly interested in, care about, have experience, know about. So when you're talking to any sort of professional, it's just be your own energy reader. That's what they say. Be your own advocate even, I think we hear a mm. lot in the in the medical industry is you have to really trust yourself like i was in a i went and just got a physical checkup to just make sure all of my blood work and all that stuff was fine and it was just a simple i don't even know what this doctor's title was um but she said everything was great and at this point i know i'm not in perfect condition because i wake up consistently overnight throughout the night and i've even been talking to jenna about it like playing with what it could possibly be caused by. And I said to her, you know, I think maybe I should go get my hormones tested or something just to see if maybe something's going on there. And she's like, oh, well, do you get your periods consistently? And I said, yes. And she said, oh, then your hormones are fine. And it clicked in my brain of, oh, that's just not that person's area of expertise. It doesn't mean doctors are stupid. It doesn't mean doctors don't know anything. It just means that that human being didn't know more about my body than I do Mm. so it's our job to know that we know more about ourselves and we can feel in our bodies what is true for us more than anyone else yeah and it really it really genuinely starts with just doing a little internal scan of okay what could be contributing to this on my emotional level, what could be contributing this to a phys- on a physical level? Like, what am I? If I visualize myself walking through my day, or the things that I do, and things that I consume, and the things that I consume mentally, not just food, you know, or is it sexual? Is it psychosomatic? Is it subconscious? Is there a lot of fear going on? Am I moving around? Are there major life events? Is there something that's taking up mental space? What is it? Am I pre-rehearsing? Am I living in the future, living in the past? Like you can just do an internal scan and just let there be nothing that you don't um, look at that could maybe your brain doesn't think is related, but it could be, you know what I mean? And just leave space for that because what I always think about doctors, for example, or therapists or any people that are helpless healers guides, If you have a problem and you go to a thyroid specialist, the thyroid specialist is going to say it's something to do with the thyroid. If you go to the hormone specialist, they're going to bring it back to hormones. If you take it to a, um, you know, a psych, they're going to find the psychological route, right? So, and it's not that any of those things aren't all correct or all coexist. Those again, though, are just the symptoms for the energy that's underneath that you and your consciousness are creating. So the best thing you can do, even if you find the external solutions, is to use every situation as intel as to why you in your automatic patterns of the way that you move through life mentally, thoughts, and physically through the day with your actions, what is it that you can um, create a thread between how that situation came up and 
what it is that was going on inside, right? Because the outsides only ever reflect your inner world. And again, like I said, sometimes it's just an innocent, silly reason, like sleeping over at a new guy's house. And then that means there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. But how powerful you become when you get to make those connections between what you do on the inside and what it creates on the outside. And everyone has a different coding for how their insides do create their outsides. Of course, there are laws, there are let's say mathematical equations, but what maps across what, right? Like lighting, for example, would mean something completely different to you and to me. And therefore the way our brains think about it would create different situations on the outside about even something as simple as lighting. Then you think about all the things you do in a day, brush your teeth, comb your hair, everything has a cause and effect. Everything has a pattern. Everything has a mental thought that it's reaffirming to you. Now, those are just the easy things. Then think about bigger topics like love, purpose, money, security, safety. Those are like multi-bundles of many thoughts and many mental relationships that we have on the inside compared to the outside. So I think it's really cool to practice with something like your period, which is, I'd say, like middle level, intermediate level, investigative inner work to know what's up. And you know, equally, if you're someone who has a consistent period, no matter what, even if shit's hitting the fan in your life, even if you try to change it, that's also cool because you can, that just means it's not part of your specific way that your body tends to show changes. Yeah. Yeah. But for example, maybe your ears always, you know, you always get ringing in your ears or you always get, you know, knee pain or whatever it is. So it's just about getting to know that. But I think for women, you know, they call the period, the fifth vital sign. And I think I've heard so many stories. That's why I wanted to talk about it today because I've heard so many stories of people changing it, it being late, you know, how much it kind of fluxes and flows. And it made me start thinking, I wonder if even in tribal times, there was a woman like me who was with a guy she didn't really want to, she wasn't supposed to end up with and did her period go away, even though she wasn't going on long flights and even though she didn't eat processed food and even though she didn't have all the modern things. Like we are witches, you know, I'm sure that we had that power and our bodies had that power to be that tuned in and that helped by the universe since day one. I I agree. I just think, like I said, I think in the beginning, it's a human nature to want to make sense of things. So we're mm. always going to want to make sense of things. But would you say, so when you were pointing out um, in lighting affects you differently than it affects me, I want to make sure people understand why we're talking about that, where it's good to, this is why I love human design too, because it helps us go back to what, what things we can start looking at that might be causes or um, the, like to help us understand the cause and effect for us specifically. So lighting for you, indirect mm-hmm. light is your digestion, whereas I might be more stimulated or changed or create different causes and effects because my digestion is sound, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're tying this to human design, because this is obviously what the podcast is mostly mm-hmm. about, how can we use our charts to sort of help guide us towards areas of ways that we're behaving that might be cause and effect in our lives? So I think that's, you know, when I, when we talk about human design, we talk about two different things. One is deconditioning from the homogenized way and greater conversations like not feeling ready for children or um, having unusual period cycles or whatever, like those, we address them because they are 
things that we just don't even notice because we think they're so normal that we don't even get to question them. When you do get to question them, that's when you can decondition from them. Once you've kind of scratched that um, fabric, right? The one that seems like it's there and it's just such a part of life, then getting to know yourself and your own design you can kind of have clarity on why certain things might affect you more, why certain things, um, for example, me, my, one of my main, my main gift is sensitivity, right? So I know, for example, that it's not wrong that I'm hyper-responsive to my environment. Whereas someone who doesn't really have any sensitivity in their chart, there might be another reason why they're hypersensitive to things, right? It might be because one of their parents had a sensitivity and it got bred into them. And then that would also be conditioning, for example. So it really helps you to, I guess, validate the things that you notice about yourself that you are already your inputs, right? So, oh, if I spend too much time thinking about things, okay, well, that's because I have a lot of energy going on between my crown and my ajna. I'm, I don't personally, but I'm giving that example, right? Whereas for me, who actually has the opposite of my design, I have I have almost nothing in my head and my in my crown and my ajna, my top two centers in my chart. I know that having too much thought is really depletive to me. It doesn't actually help me with my gifts. It overstimulates me. It's part of me being my not self, my conditioned self, because I think having to have opinions all the time is correct when it isn't, right? So it's different things like that where you know what the proper use of your alignment is. And if you even if, for example, I don't know that why I missed a period, I know that, okay, let me look at how I can just realign. Yeah. And the, when you realign, then at least you know that the outside symptoms are going to sort themselves out because anytime there is something in your life that is causing you pain or suffering or struggle, or whatever, that is just life's way of saying, I'm pushing you to your next level of alignment. And this is where knowing who you are and leaning into it more and more each time, even if it's small, at least is it's it's your north star it's something to reach towards if you're trying to be aligned but you don't know what align what your specific alignment is it's really difficult because all you see is other ideas of what thriving looks like and that's it's a very narrow definition of thriving that we see out in the world today and human design to me is that ticket out that says hey there's a better version of thriving that is completely um, custom made to you. And if you can just take the dare to trust that over what you've been shown as the only ticket out of here, not only will you get to your alignment faster, but you will also be so much happier, so much more fulfilled. You'll like who you are. You'll not feel like you're constantly having to squeeze yourself into society to be validated. Um, and it's the dare of a lifetime. 